Has anyone ever organically said Super Wild Card Weekend? <laughs> How do you? I don't know. Has when did anyone... it become super? When did that? Was it? Was it? Was there like a non-super version? When of they it? expanded yeah, the playoffs, when they added an extra oh, team. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I that, see. That's what I made see. it super. It's like the mushroom from Mario. By the way, speaking of digesting things and having strange consequences, Mina, before you sat down, Dominique made a really weird. We might have the video up. But he kind of like scrunched his face, and then I was like, "Are you good?" And then he said, "Hold on." And then he got up and left. Oh and yeah, I was no. back. I, so, I I I didn't know. You know fill in you, the blanks. I don't know. I I do this show from my toilet. <laughs> you have your memorabilia behind your toilet. Of course, <laughs> memorabilia everywhere. Like, what do you mean? It's, I never want to forget how great a football player I was. A true throne. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mina, look, that's the face. Here. Mina's making the face I made when I pooped on camera. <laughs> <laughs> we can uh, move on to the first topic, like... but one person with a four-bedroom, 12-bathroom house, Russell Wilson, I guarantee you he has memorabilia of said... himself in the bathrooms. Speaking of people potentially pooping on camera, the Cowboys. <laughs> no, it's right no, there no, for no. you, Charlie. I also my thought you were worse. talking about. I thought you were talking about Dominique. Still, I was like, yeah, Dominique probably mm -hmm. does have that many rooms in his house. Yeah, I thought he was too. Yeah, four yeah. bedrooms. Right, let's, not uh, that many bedrooms. If you got twelve oh, baths, man. I mean, the ratio is absurd. That's it must stupid. Be noise. <laughs> All right. Dak. All right, let's let's get to Brady. The okay, guys, I am so pumped for Super Wild Card Weekend, particularly the Monday night oh. game. Which QB would you rather have, Tom Brady or Dak Prescott? Uh, I feel I I don't even have it in me to make fun of Dominique on this. I really don't. I mean, I assume you have the whole thing we do all the time, uh, Alabaster, when we talk about Dak Prescott and Dominique and, uh, you know, water. Uh, but it's just, Mina, it just feels like, are you guys really taking Dak Prescott, I guess? Because I by no means uh, feel that way. Well, it's a, it's a it's a tricky question, actually, because Dak Prescott was better than Tom Brady for most of the season, and then Dak Prescott did what I described earlier on camera in Week 18. <laughs> I, I arguably the worst game of his career, honestly. Um, meanwhile, Tom Brady, who was very up and down this season, the Bucks' offense was a slog. Suddenly, came alive right before the postseason with that uh, the game against Panthers where he threw three deep touchdowns to Mike Evans. So kind of our last vivid memories of these quarterbacks is not who they were for most of the season. And Dominique, that's why this is tricky for me because, um, you know, like I do believe Dak outplayed Brady most of this year, but I'm not sure it matters this week. Yeah, I mean, if it's about, well, first of all, this isn't in the weekend. This is Monday, so this does not count as Super Wild Card Weekend. This is Super Wild Card wow. Weekday. But, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a hard question to answer. I think when you're in the playoffs, a safe place to go is Tom Brady at all costs. Uh, if you're asking about the quarterbacks versus the teams, that's where it gets challenging because it's obvious that the Cowboys' offense which has been helmed by Dak Prescott is much better and has been much better than uh, the Bucks offense. The Bucks had one game against a bunch of backup corners where Tom threw a bunch of deep passes to Evans. And now people feel like maybe they're good at offense. That's not it. I think Dak has had uh, interception issues and I've gone as long as I can blaming it on other people. The last <laughs> two weeks, ain't nobody to blame it on but you. Like that one in the Eagles game, that's on you, Dak. The one that should have been, or I guess also the uh, the Tennessee game, 
Yeah, that was on you, Dak. The the one that happened in Washington and then the one that you tried to throw before the one you actually threw in Washington, all on Dak. So, yeah, it's hard for me to have confidence going into this game picking my guy Dak Prescott over Tom Brady, honestly. Dominique Mina has the memory. He has a specific memory of someone who has been wronged in a relationship, just like the <laughs> litany of mistakes. By the way, 11 interceptions in his last seven games now. But I it's feel the, like Mina was memory, making... It's the memory of a water carrier. Like you oh, never, yeah. you never forget when, <laughs> when you're carrying the water and then you just spill it because there's nothing you can do other than like, I, I can try to balance it, but I can't balance it anymore. Dak, you got to give me something to work with. Yeah. Can we write tears in on the water jug in the graphic that you guys have? Yep, I'm yep. making people do work. Well, the other thing that complicates this question, this is a, it's a very tricky game and I, which is. Shout out ESPN. We really got lucky because uh, there are some games that are a lot less tricky than this one. Tricky is good. Um, is that I, I actually think both defenses uh, have certain weaknesses and areas where both these quarterbacks can attack. You talked about Tom Brady capitalizing on the Panthers' very uh, lackluster secondary. Cowboys secondary, yeah, ain't much better outside of Trevon Diggs. Defenses, you know, our offenses have been really going after. They've, been, they've had a lot of injuries there, their backup cornerbacks. The question for Brady and for the Bucks is, can you mitigate the Dallas pass rush? Uh, and then it becomes a matter of play calling, aggressiveness, execution, whether they'll you know run the ball and lose yardage on early downs, how much play action will they use? All of these things are kind of hard to predict because this offense was so frustrating for so much of the season. It's like, I'm confident Tom Brady, but I'm also not confident that they're going to take the right approach to it uh, going after. They Dallas. haven't taken the right approach in any game all season long. <laughs> like, it's tough, yeah. man. It has been really, really bad for that team all season. And I, it's hard for So they won their first game against the Cowboys, and that was their defense won that game, frankly. And their defense is not the same. They aren't playing nearly as well. They aren't as healthy, obviously. I remember thinking at the time that that was the best defense in football. Same. Uh, no, nah, they haven't been that since then. So that's the hard thing is I don't know how, I, and I'm sure I'll have to eat my words at some point because Dallas loves to choke, but I don't know the like scenario. Like, you know what I mean? I can't create a game plan and a situation in my mind where the Bucks are actually better. Like the Cowboys are going to have to blow this game in my view. Well, isn't the other sort of variable here to acknowledge that like Ryan Jensen, the star center of the Buccaneers is back, right? Like he had not yeah. played all year. Um, I'm going to now do the thing where I, uh, I, I guess, acknowledge that I'm stealing this point from Bill Barnwell, our friend from ESPN mm -hmm. Daily. But like the weakness of the Cowboys secondary, especially right, is the deep pass. And if you're talking about like these plays developing, it feels like that dude coming back for the first time Huge. may be exactly Lamar. the sort of thing. Oh my gosh. The only Lamar we will see this weekend. <laughs> Can you get him on camera? Yeah, okay, I'll get him. I've never camera. seen him before. Okay, hold on one second. Keep talking, Pablo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Slur speaking of being, speaking uh, of. Uh, we pretend to be the Ravens uh, trying to get Lamar to come back. To yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's so, so agile. Sorry. He's oh so gosh, Catpaw. Sorry. Podcast audience, we're about to get Lamar, Dominique's cat, on camera for the first time ever. So you're going to want to yeah. check out the digital I was video. About, I was about oh, to make the first football he's point. so cute. Ever. How's his PCL? There Miami. All right. See you later. Mm. And that's exactly what it's like to coach <laughs> Lamar. He's evasive. <laughs> Very evasive.
um, not necessarily the most cooperative, if we're going to be honest about it, um, representing himself as well. Uh, we, we can skip it. We don't want to skip ahead. Sorry to the. I know. Yeah, we'll talk about Lamar Jackson. It was all our material. Didn't time that well, Lamar the cat. Didn't yes. give us the perfect segue that we needed. <laughs> um, yeah, so getting their center back would be enormous. You know what else would be enormous? I, I hate it. Like, I hate having to say the same thing over and over. It's not fun for me. It's not fun for you. But why don't they use more play action? Do you know where they, <laughs> they, the Buccaneers rank when they use play action out of the gun this year? And EPA Ooh, it's a that. Minus that. Oh. First. First in the NFL by a long shot. That's a good stat. And yet. That's a good one. They use play action amongst the least of any team in the NFL. It is so – and it is simplistic to say this is the only thing. You know, this is, oh, it would solve everything for them. But it sure would help. And they're really good at it. And it's really annoying, Dominique. Masterful stat delivery, by the way. Like not using the yards per attempt, going yep. with the ranking, asking nice the question, leading it up first. Yeah, that was outstanding. That was well really? done. I don't know why they don't like do it. I've gotten better at it. The hard thing is like there. That was like a play action pass, actually, that you just <laughs> unfurled. I was like, where's this going? Oh, first. <laughs> that the coaching on this this team is really unfortunate. And it um frustrates and disappoints me all season long particularly because it's Todd Bowles. And I know that a lot of people want Todd Bowles to stink, and I wish Todd Bowles didn't stink. But he is struggling. Uh, Leftwich is struggling. Tom Brady's struggling, too. I think the other – I, I was I assumed that you were going to go with um, with no huddle. Why don't they do the no huddle a lot more often? That's another question that lots of people have for the Bucks offense because they are really good there. But I have no reason to believe that they're going to get smart all of a sudden. So they're not going to start doing the things that work because they haven't done the things that work all year long. Well, the Bucks are kind of like, you know, like I wasn't like this, but that student who like only does their best work when they wait until the last second before turning mm -hmm. in the assignment, you know, um, and, and watching this is, every this... lecture, watching every lecture on their computer before the final realizing, wait a minute, we're first in EPA on play action <laughs> passes. Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, Pablo, that seems like something you would do. You're, you're. I did that for concept of the hero in Greek civilization once. I don't know what um, that means. I, I neither do I. I remember nothing. <laughs> it's a good class, though. Mm. Mm. Yes. I don't know who I'm picking this game. By the way, I've wavered. Oh, I'm taking. I mean, I'll, I'll, give me, give me, give me the Tom Brady layup, please. I'll take that. He's not a layup. Greek heroes. I like Mina. It's a layup if you're. It's a layup if you can, uh, you know, maybe not whisper it. Yeah. <laughs> little, Anyone else making break. picks? Uh, I'm going with the Cowboys. Hmm. Oh, I already I picked the Bucks and around the horn today because we had to do an upset. That doesn't count. I'm probably gonna yeah no I'm gonna change my mind a lot. Um, the Cowboys are the better team, but yeah. all the things we just said. They I don't have know. a propensity to choke. Yeah. <laughs> the it behavior of a choker. <laughs> yeah, it's been yeah. done before. All right, let's move on to a, another interesting game. The Giants and the Vikings. Uh, which team do you think is better heading into this matchup? Is this a good game? It's an evenly matched game. Yeah. I should have said okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Vikings, just to give the whole like capsule summary of the thing we've been making fun of them for, uh, for the entire season, are not good. Um they are the sixth worst team by DVOA. If you care about such 
statistics um, by, you know, football outsiders and so forth. Uh, they're also, I believe, just like, you know, uh, a negative point differential team, the team that has been outscored the most to have 12 wins ever. So it's a lot of stuff where it's like under the hood. They're not good at all. So, But they have Justin Jefferson is the thing. They have Justin Jefferson, and that makes me scared to pick the Giants. But I I think the question was who's better going into this game. I don't know. (laughs) Like neither team is better. I think it's like what team is a little less worse. So And when it comes out of games like this, it's kind of like about the story to me. And I like the Dayball story because it's more fun. It's more interesting. Uh, I guess the <sighs> Justin Jefferson playing another week. It's really not about me projecting who's going to win because I have no clue. It's about me picking who I want to see in the upcoming week because these teams don't give you anything to grab onto, honestly. They, they played recently, yeah. and it was really close. It came down to a very long Minnesota field goal. Um, turnovers were involved. It felt like, and I just I rewatched this game this week to try to get a better feel for it. Spoiler alert, I didn't. It <laughs> felt like um, both offenses really had the capability to move the ball on both defenses. So, like the Giants' approach to defending Justin Jefferson was to they had Fabian Moreau. The, the secondary is not good on him. He was playing pretty far off though, and had safety help. And they got cooked. They got cooked by T.J. Hawkinson as well. They got cooked on play action, uh, you know. But there were some key moments where the pressure, and I think that's probably the Giants' best chance up front, did get home against a Minnesota offensive line that was pretty injured and still has some deficiencies. On the other side of the ball, it was kind of interesting because um, Daniel Jones like came out throwing really aggressively in this one. I think which was interesting and probably took the Giants or probably the Vikings by surprise won't be so surprised this time around. I lean Minnesota just because of the offensive talent. I think right. the combination of Jefferson and Hawkinson in particular is hard for the Giants, but the Giants pass rush has improved as the season has gone along right. in a way that makes me a little bit more confident in them. Yeah, Thibodeau's playing well. He's healthy and getting after people. Um, Derrishaw's back, but I guess he's not a corner, so he can't follow Thibodeau around the field, which would probably help. Um, yeah, I think it's the boomer bust nature of this Giants, uh, Wink Martindale aggressive faux aggression now is what he's kind of leaned into, where it's yeah. a, a lot of overload looking blitzes that really only end up sending four people. But I think the boom and bust nature of that is going to lead to some big plays, fumble, sack fumbles, and occasional interceptions, which I think that the Giants' offense will bleed the clock with Daniel Jones running it, and I think it comes down to clock management. I'm making up stuff, guys. This is bad. This game sucks. <laughs> it really is incredible that these teams do each other. All I had was like pretending. how the Giants don't turn the ball over a lot. Good job. And like good I'm job. trying to spin that into like something interesting, and it's just – I don't have a good feel for this game or the other game. I have a feel. What's it like to have a bad feel? What's what's that? What are we talking about? Is it like when you stick your hands in like a diorama that you can't see the other side of and you're like, what is it? And you're like, it's a scorpion. And it's like, no, it's a keychain. You never wake up and like, I got a good feeling about today. I look at these games and I feel the opposite. All right, guys, you're boring me to death. Here, we need a red red meat question here. I gave you analysis. Thanks she for that. Pass um, and here's stuff. the red meat. Which quarterback do you want in this game? Daniel Jones or Kirk Cousins? 
Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. See, the I actually think this is it's interesting given Daniel Jones's career. He gives you the f- higher floor and the lower ceiling. Yep. I guess that's why you guys are taking him. Yeah. Yes. Um, the running the ball over. I, I'm told. Yeah, he's not over. turning the ball over in part because he doesn't push the ball downfield. Right. Although he did against the Vikings last time, which is partially why he turned it over, I think. But um, I don't know. I. I I kind of like Cousins in this one. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I just, it's, so this is back to the original question is like, are we talking about the player or the team? Because I like the Vikings offense, but I like the Vikings offense better if Daniel Jones was the quarterback. I, I think that Kirk Cousins is being lifted up by the talent over there. Daniel Jones is lifting up this uh, talentless offense as high as it can based on his running ability, which I like. That makes me feel safe. Both of these quarterbacks are capable of having – Terrible, terrible games passing. But I think Daniel Jones is his running ability will like raise the floor on that offense. It makes me feel safer. Hmm. Nina, just before we move on, you have a chance to take it back, but you are taking Dak Prescott over Tom Brady and you're trusting Kirk Cousins in the playoffs. Do you really want that out there? I didn't say I was taking Dak Prescott over Tom Brady. I said that uh, I think I picked the box. So. You think you picked the Bucks? No, I did pick on the Bucks. On Around the Horn. On this on show, you the picked and then, and then And then she started whispering. And then she just lowered her voice in correspondence with her confidence in her take. Okay. It's, I, I, I'm going to go with the higher ceiling guy. And I'm going to go with Cousins here. Gambling. All right, let's move on. There are some big spreads this weekend. And my question is, with these big favorites... Do you think any of them are in danger of being upset? These favorite to the 49ers against Mina Seahawks, the Bills against the Dolphins, or the Bengals against the Lamarless Ravens? Oof. I mean, two of these. We'll leave Mina's uh, particular rooting interest here to the side for a second, I guess, because the Dolphins are scar- they're scarting. They are basically scarting Skylar Thompson. <laughs> um, they're not starting a quarterback. They're scarting one, I guess. Um, and then the Ravens, I mean, should we just... I, we're going to get to Lamar in a more comprehensive way, I suppose. But he just tweeted that he's not going to be available, essentially. And so they're looking at Anthony Brown. Now, here's or... how sad it was. When we got news today that Tyler Huntley might actually play, I cheered. That's the condition <laughs> of the Baltimore Ravens because I watched them. I don't want to be mean to Anthony, but I watched them last week. And I, I can't do it again. Yeah. Is there a world? I guess my question is just on those two games. Like, yeah. let's just start by narrowing it down. Is there a world in which the Dolphins or the Ravens, based on those basic no. facts, could possibly uh, pull this off? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think uh, I'll try to make an argument for it. For the Dolphins, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle just go nuts. And uh, Josh Allen has a red zone turnover uh, problem multiple times in this game. That's a possibility that just short, wide open passes to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and they make big plays out of it. Um, for the Ravens, the problem is they don't have anybody like that. <laughs> like uh, the quarterback, the offense there is so reliant on the quarterback that I can't imagine them scoring enough points, even if that uh, Bengals offense just completely falls off. So as crazy as it sounds, I, I feel more confident if I had to pick one of these teams and the Dolphins and then the Seahawks and the 49ers, uh, I guess they they probably have the best chance because they have their starting quarterback, even though their defense is a shambles and they have their starting quarterback and they're going up against Mr. Irrelevant. Their defense. The, okay, I'll make the case for Seattle here. The defense has played better 
as of late. Uh, of the they last have a few lot of weeks. big plays, and, and their corners hurt. But all right. So the last time they played, what corner? It's hurt. Um, they the Niners, I think, scored like twenty one points, twenty four points, or something. Uh, they had a couple of busted coverages versus George Kittle, and then I don't know if you remember. Kosh Anhan drew up that play with the the two fakes where he split the linebackers. It was mm-hmm. very honestly unfair and should be outlawed and really <laughs> prosecuted. But um, I do think that they they definitely have the best chance out of these three teams, mostly because of Geno Smith. You know, the, the 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 Niners defense is really really good, but they also are a little bit vulnerable on the back end. Uh, you saw that on the Raiders game. I think you've seen it just at various times during the season, you can actually throw on them deep, which is where their numbers drop off precipitously. The problem is you rarely have time to throw deep. So I think with for Seattle, it's really going to come down to whether or not they can put Gino on the move, whether they can use some misdirection to buy time. Um, because if they do, and that's a gigantic if, I do think that they can actually connect on some pretty big plays downfield. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're the only team that I think has a legitimate legitimate shot, and I don't think they have a legitimate shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Save that. Save that so I can make a Chargers-style video that's just wait. clips of Dominique. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's I mean, a no they, for me, dog. Yeah, I'm also yeah. on the no train. I'm, I'm picking the Niners, I'm just saying. <laughs> so it's going to be a better game. <laughs> The real reason it's also going to be a total slop fest, by the way. Apparently, it's going to be like torrential downpour. In Ooh, San that's nice. That's in Seahawks' yeah. favor. Makes things a little weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you have an interjection? Sorry, I interrupted. Him. It's okay. My, my interjection was just basically the real reason I asked you guys this question. Put a teaser down on this game. I have the 49ers minus two and a half, the Bills minus six, and the Bengals minus two and a half. How confident am I that I actually won't lose my real money? Two and a half, and then what? It's two and a half, six, and two and a half. Yeah, you're fine. Oh, great. So a a gambling line now. That's what we turn this into, Alabaster. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is sad. Goodness. <laughs> how, how can we have such a boring show on Super Wild Card Weekend? Get it together, Alabaster. That's on you guys. <laughs> no, it's on you. Um, you said I don't have a good feel for this game like four times. How is it on Charlie? <laughs> uh, well, he's the, he's the coach. Coach, take responsibility. Okay, Dable, get in I'm here. Just, Come on, uh, guys. I just can't believe we talked about a big spread and I made zero disgusting jokes. So I'm proud. I'm also, we're very proud. Today. All right, guys. Um, the Chargers and Jaguars game is sort of the matchup of princes that were promised, and I want to know. Who you're higher on, Justin Herbert or Trevor Lawrence? Forget the football. Who has better hair? <laughs> are we high? I mean, we are we just are these like new strains? Like, uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, a real I'm heady, on that hi- Herbert a real. Pack. <laughs> yes, <me too. laughs> you sounded real... so young, Mina. Wow, are you <laughs> a teenager? I'm on that Herbert pack. Thanks. It was also, so is casual. That, is that bad when a pack gets, I, I also don't know how to translate uh, i don't know des bryant says it all the time and i uh yes it's a real idea. it's a real heady high that's Be all, like, um, all these are two young quarterbacks who not only have incredible hair but also playing really really good football right now which is why this is like maybe the most fun game honestly like yeah. of the weekend um but yep. it also has the potential to be i think lower scoring than people think for two reasons one the Chargers defense has really rounded into form as the year has gone by. I think Brandon Staley, for however you feel about decisions made to rest players and analytics and all of that, the dude can game plan. 
And we have seen that time and time again. And I'm very fascinated to see what he does to counter Doug Peterson. Uh, you know, the Chargers play a ton of man coverage, but the Jags have really shredded man coverage as of late. They've been blitzing a lot. They use a lot of disguise. So that's something I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if it's harder for Trevor than you might think. And then on the other side of the ball, we know that this Chargers offense can be infuriatingly conservative. <laughs> They're playing a Charger, a Jags pass rush that just destroyed Tennessee. Um, so I also think it's it's not impossible that Justin Herbert could also have tough sledding in this one. So I'm very curious to see which of these young quarterbacks kind of overcomes those challenges because it's going to be it's not going to be easy. Yeah, I'm I'm higher on Herbert than Trevor Lawrence if we have to pick one, but I do think this is a game that I'm more excited about than than any of the other ones. Just watching these two quarterbacks go at it and kind of it feels like this is one of those games that is going to portend a lot more for next season than it does for mm. this season as how we'll feel about this team depends on how they do in this particular game. Uh and the Chargers in my view have more talent around uh, on the defensive side of the ball and on the offensive side of the ball, they they are the team that if one team in the playoffs this year went on some miracle run to make it to the Super Bowl that does not deserve to be there, a la the last year's Bengals, I think it's mm. them. So mm. that's the quarterback I'm higher on. So Mina before, speaking of the Chargers and the offense having all this talent, Dominique, Mina was saying, let's leave like the injury stuff to the side. I want to bring it to the center, though, for a second, yeah. because I'm reading Brandon Staley's quote today about Mike Williams, their, you know, really good receiver, <laughs> who's going to travel with the team, but is officially questionable for the game. And Brandon Staley, the coach, said, quote, the reps aren't what matter, the rest is. And is he just trolling everybody now? Like, what is what? What I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a person I understand less than Brandon Staley because he is really <laughs> smart and also like the opposite at the same time. That's you, Pablo. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh, I'm just putting this together. Yeah. Is Pablo the Brandon Staley? Of, like, remember when they saw Brandon Staley doing cat cow poses on the field? Isn't that something Pablo would do? I do do a lot of. Or when he was asked about what his favorite Thanksgiving food was, and he said cauliflower steak. Again, just very Pablo feel, where he'll be like very like sensitive and like you know articulate, and then like, don't like does something totally out of left like field. This yeah. Resonates with me. Who is Dominique of the? Uh, Are we using coaches? coaches? I mean, it's only, you only got a few to choose from. It's only a couple out there. <laughs> Please, I'm post-racial in my comps. Are you kidding me? Oh, gosh. Now I have Ooh. to choose. Uh, I mean, Kyle Shanahan, yeah. obviously. <laughs> Andy, Andy Reid. Andy Reid, probably. Um, Who's like a, the wild very, card? You know, like the, the like, you can't, can't ever get... uh, I'm quite. I don't know about that. So who are you mm. then, Marina? I don't choose my own. All right. Well, let me see. You're you're Mike Vrabel. <laughs> <laughs> Mike McDaniel, maybe. Nope. Vrabes. Oh, Vrabes. Okay, I'll take it. He always looks mad though. Even when they're winning, he looks mad. It was just for Pablo. He didn't take it, but that's fine. Yeah. Good, good choice. Oh Pablo. yeah. Oh, good choice, God. Pablo. Sorry. Moving on. Moving no one on. ever answered my question on. about the hair, by the way. I was, um, I was. It's, it's, it's Trevor Lawrence. I mean, just the, the color. Yeah, I like, think, and Trevor Lawrence like color. leans into it. Herbert like doesn't really care. His hair is long because he doesn't go to the barber. It's not long. Like Trevor feels like he really. Remember when he got the buzz cut? It. Yeah. Because, just because. 
Yeah. <laughs> he looks so bad. Guys, I have I have Dominique's coach. I guess he's fired, it? but it's Cliff Kingsbury because they're overrated handsomeness. Wow. <laughs> shots, 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 shots. Ooh. He got oh, man. Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm broken. Right. I'm broken yeah. now that um, Alabaster doesn't think I'm handsome. How will I, I go on? I'm blushing so hard at how bad my joke was. Um, let's move on. Do you think? I'm just mad I missed the joke. Sorry. That's <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, that was sitting there. Hand up. I was looking at the white coaches because I didn't want to be racist, and I was like, it's definitely still Lovey Smith, but he got fired, and now I'm stuck. I'm just stuck. Why can't be Mike Tomlin? <laughs> that is actually the correct answer, because he's mm. kind of just just the right amount of sassy. <laughs> Sass. yeah. yeah claims he's won his entire life and you look at the record and it's like you're kind of 500 really yeah <laughs> sorry um do you guys think we've seen the last of lamar jackson in a ravens uniform no i actually don't think so i thought about this today um you know i i i i genuinely believe he's not he's not playing because he's hurt. He put out some tweets today. Pablo talked about this about the PCL injury, and I've heard people talking about the injury on air and how painful it is, um, especially to the extent that he has it. And I I just don't for I just don't believe that he wouldn't play if he had any chance of playing. Honestly, just based on who he is, who he's been throughout of his career, his approach to the game. The question, however, is whether he would be willing to force the issue with Baltimore, who can of course franchise tag him notably just signed Roquan Smith to a big deal so they're not going to have to tag Roquan they can tag uh, Lamar Jackson and probably will and then try to work out a contract with him I have to think um he would probably play at least one more year now beyond that I don't know and I don't know if they can get a deal done but I don't think it'll get to a point this offseason where it's like he's absolutely out yeah, I find that hard to imagine also. I think he'll definitely play. Well, not definitely. I feel that he will play for the Ravens next season. I find it hard to imagine that he will not be a Raven long term. I think if he stands by his demands, whatever they are, because he's because he doesn't have an agent, there has not been a whole bunch of leaks, which I kind of appreciate. But uh, he, if he stands by that, I think the Ravens capitulate at some point. Maybe it's not this year. Maybe it's uh, the year after that. But the alternative, that's what it always comes down to me when we have these this, these conversations is, all right, you're going to let him walk? Then what you got to do? Like the just there's nothing else out there. And the Ravens have had, uh, I guess, a few good, a few great months of Joe Flacco. And other than that, they haven't really had a quarterback in their entire history. They got one who's got an MVP in his second year. And I can't imagine them letting that get away. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing of like, well, they run an experiment, right? Where like they haven't had Lamar Jackson. What did you learn? They've learned that life sucks, right? <laughs> like as much as the knee is a problem, as much as all of these frustrations you have about him not having an agent, I guess, from the front office perspective, even though he had... I don't know, someone else write this series of tweets, to be clear. Um, even though that is all the case, um, it just feels like the value over replacement quarterback for the Ravens specifically. I don't know if they are uniquely set up to rely on one person. They but are. I feel, but yes, but I it think seems it this like way. Let's, the evidence is strong. Yeah. Let's say you're Derek Carr, who has a no trade clause, so has some discretion over where he would go. 
or Jimmy Garoppolo, who's a free agent, or Tom Brady, who's a free agent. What about Baltimore would make you want to play there? Like, like <laughs> uh, you, 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 like you know, it makes no sense. And their best chance at replacing Lamar would be in draft, hoping, and they don't have a top draft pick, that they can get anywhere close to drafting the next Lamar Jackson, which is a incredibly remote possibility. Like, they, there's nothing. Yeah. This is not a good situation for them. I mean. I mean, if, if you're going to entertain them moving on from Lamar, it has to be a trade. It's not a franchise franchise and let him walk. Like, and then I guess if you could get a bunch of first round picks for him, then maybe it's something worth considering. But still, three first round picks, You let's say you hit on one, maybe you hit on two. If, if neither of those two are a quarterback, you're still a worse football team. Yeah. That's the hard thing about doing the quarterback math. They've changed the rules and the game has evolved to a point that the quarterback is so valuable that if you have one, you can't let him leave. Let me flip this then. Let's say you are the Colts. Nope. The Houston Texans. Nope. You wouldn't trade your top pick for Lamar Jackson? Oh, the top pick. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm flipping it. Sorry. No, so I, I wouldn't. You're, you're uh, one of those teams with one of those top five picks this year. Let's say you're the Lions. Yeah. I, I mean, that's yeah. a fun example. Yeah. Well, it, Would it, you trade that pick to the Ravens? And then knowing that you're going to have to give Lamar Jackson the mega contract after that. I mean, the question, right, would be, would. are you ready to contend as soon as you get him? Right? Yeah. Like, that's sort of the move they you are. make. Yeah. yeah. The Lions, yeah, the Lions are the one team that I think that it's worth considering. The, <laughs> that would those, be so sick. Uh, those other teams who are not, like, uh, adding Lamar yeah. Jackson to that, you guys will be a lot better. You might win a few more games, but you're not in contention. I think those – I was looking at Lamar's tweet and looking at the responses, and there's a lot of Photoshop jerseys in there for the Jets <laughs> are dominant in there the jets uh, they don't that, have their picks not high yeah their picks not high enough but that's a team that yeah it's one of these teams that's Ooh. close i guess I the just eagles found a, are the I, one i team just that found okay i just found a dolphins one. <laughs> oh yeah they're all in there <laughs> yeah but yeah dolphins don't have falcons. a first round pick because uh of tampering and also they traded it away for chubb so they don't have first round picks for the next couple years to trade so y'all not getting them sorry miami Damn. I would say that there's a lot of Jets, a lot of Dolphins, and a lot of Magic Johnson not going to be here. <laughs> I mean, Oops. it's really amazing if you think about that situation. When you start talking about dropping other quarterbacks in there, I get it. Part of it is because they built this team this way. But he covers up so much. <laughs> like, yes. like, they aren't a talented offense. They don't – they got – Mark Andrews is the guy that goes to the Pro Bowl for them. That that's yeah. that's it. I guess. <laughs> I mean, Ronnie Stanley when he's healthy looked so gross without him. I mean, this last week, I know it was down to Anthony Brown, who's their backup, but I was just watching them, thinking, "Oh my god!" It was like when my husband goes out of town. He when he's home, he either cooks or we order. I'm not a big cook. And on night one, I'm like, yeah, this is fun. On night two, I'm eating like a bottle, like a can of soup I bought at the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> Just so I'd have it. It's like clam chowder. Oh, God. With wheat thins. Oh, yeah. That's I, the Ravens I, right now. When I am left my own devices, I am just microwaving pizzas that are not like the ones you should put in the oven. Like, I'm not even, I'm not even trying. 
You're not even putting that's them in the oven. That's all I got. Just no, straight to God, the microwave. No. Soggy. Soggy as hell. Give it to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I could join in on this, but I can't. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you have kids. Yeah, I got kids. We <laughs> When my wife is not here, which is rare, I'm the one who does most of the traveling. When she's not here, you got to figure it out. Make some real food. You can't you can't just give them a can of soup <laughs> and a spoon. <laughs> like, hey, good night. You know, we, we order from a restaurant, like it's pita bread, <laughs> like throws it in. So we always have like tons of extra pita bread. Oh, yeah, I was just ripping pita bread with my hands into like possibly expired hummus. <laughs> <laughs> I like I the full. idea that Mina in her kitchen has a drawer full of like plastic <laughs> utensils and ketchup packets and pita bread. It just waxed just so much right pita bread. up. So much favorite. I'm disgusting. <laughs> People know that. Uh, all right, guys. Last question: If you were Sean Payton, where would you want to end up next season? I got a question mm. before that question. Has this show been so bad that it's good now? Have we reached that point? Yes. Or are, are we still in the bad zone? Or should I, should I make it even worse to make sure we get there? Is that the question? All right, Pablo, go ahead. Do your thing. Ah, well, I'm not going to be very helpful here because I don't know realistically where he's going to go, but we know like that he's talking to teams, I guess, surreptitiously teams like the Broncos, Broncos, Cardinals, Cardinals, Texans are the three that the the reporting they were like passed through to shot to Peyton, which was confusing because it made it seem like they passed on him. But I guess it it means they, they got to him. Which is, you know, a testament to Peyton. Like, we're, we're reporting on him screening calls. Like, he has his pick, which is why this question is being voiced this way, which is, which would you choose if you were Sean Peyton? Yeah. I mean, he loves his pick of all of them. Yeah. I mean, I right. think the, the Broncos are still the most talented team. Um, and if Sean Payton believes that he can take another undersized quarterback uh, <laughs> at his second stop and turn him into a Hall of Famer. You agree? Okay. Then maybe he should do that. Oh, did you hear the Lamar meow? No, I was I just, I okay. Just making sure it didn't that. seem like I was talking to nobody. Lamar, um, Lamar, yeah. Yeah. If he thinks he could do that with the, because they do have a ton of talent and their defense is really good. That's the place to go. However, I I don't believe that if I'm Sean Payton, then you look at the rest of those. I don't want to go into this. I'm waiting another season. Uh, I'll, well, I'm going back to the, to the table and, and, uh, talk about football for one more year but are you how much of this like if you're sean payton and let's say you want to make a move to get back into football this year how much of this is quarterback centric we just talked about this all, how this is entirely the yeah. thing so all about like, the when you look at that yeah. list mina like i mean i guess it's it's the kyler murray question and the degree to which people who have resurfaced this video of him salivating over kyler murray at like the combine i guess it was whether mm. that's instructive because that seems to be the guy kyler who, yes i mean kyler kyler should try to make this happen for sure go ahead mina yeah no 100 percent. if i if i was kyler murray i would be calling i would try to get my call to pass through to sean payton and convince him to come work with me because it, it'd be i as a football fan i would love to see it too because we've never seen i guess taste of hell but we have never seen sean payton coordinate this type of offense and um i do think like we have seen kyler play recently last year at the beginning of last year he was playing at an incredibly high level so i think it would come down to whether or not payton thinks he can get that out of them and with the other teams pablo to me it's like does he believe they have a realistic shot at a quarterback whether it would be 
Texans or the Colts getting someone high in the draft, the Panthers telling them, you know, this is our plan. I really do think it comes down to the quarterback position and who can make the best pitch to him on what their plan is and what kind of quarterback he wants to work with. Um, but it is also possible like that he could wait a year if he doesn't like yeah. any of these jobs. I mean, the teams that were linked with him a lot were the Chargers and the Cowboys. I don't think that's yeah. going to happen this year, but might be something where he could sit. And, and I'll throw another team out there that wasn't on that list, the Rams, um, mm. because it's very plausible that Sean McVay doesn't return. And whatever you think of those ro that roster, and it has a lot of problems, at least they have monsters. a quarterback. So yeah. Yeah. There's some, they have a quarterback and they still got monsters on defense. Jalen Ramsey's still balling. Uh, Bobby Wagner's still good as hell. Uh, Aaron Donald, when he's healthy, I don't imagine that he's not going to be good. So like that's, uh, it could be an attractive de destination. I want to go back to the Cardinals. Kyler Murray did not respect Cliff Kingsbury. And I feel like it, it became pretty clear and it impacted his play. It impacted that team. I just feel like Sean Payton is someone that he would immediately. Yes. Respect. Can you imagine Kyler Murray back talking Sean? I can't imagine it. I yeah. can't imagine him being like putting, putting on the headset and calling plays in the preseason. Is that like, this is, totally yeah, different I, I don't and I, I i understand we have this belief that like the coach is in charge and everyone should follow instructions like okay cool but not with cliff kingsbury like i i i think it's okay to be insubordinate if cliff kingsbury comes <laughs> and takes over your team i'm just saying i mean uh, your nfl franchise where he was uh offensive coordinator in college i think it's okay for kyler murray to to back talk him. That's wow. All. This is this is this is Dominique now turning Alabaster into Cliff Kingsbury, trying to switch it on him. Yeah, <laughs> no, see what's happening. No, here. I respect Alabaster. He's he's more of a Sean Payton. Hmm, that was. Do you think Sean Payton Thank you. games though? Can he dance? <laughs> and do you think he games? Oh, does he game? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. Sean, Sean Payton I could picture games. him on the headset screaming at some teenagers <laughs> in another country. <laughs> <laughs> I could too. <laughs> I certainly could. Oh, let's make it happen. I was thinking maybe Dominique's McVeigh because he's left a more important job to do television. Maybe he's McVeigh, but he's probably, I mean, he's probably just Harbaugh. I mean, the, the easy answer is you're struggling to control a Lamar <laughs> who may or may not be yeah, peeing on you at this very moment. <laughs> That's good. I like it. Congratulations, guys. Worst show ever. We did it. We did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we had the worst show ever on the most exciting football weekend ever. We did it. That. This was a super, a super episode of Debatable.